Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your Dungeon Master. Uh, joining me at our imaginary table, we have... Daniel Braun, and I played Chad Fleet. Now everybody Daniel. knows your real name. I'm Harpo Sparkle, and I played Chad Fleet. I'm Plasma Junkie, and I played Desmond. We're going to use our made-up names? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the Spider-Man. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. Or I'm Fall Rock, and I play Fall Rock? That's a much better made-up name. Use your other made-up name. No, my I other made-up name is Stupid. <laughs> Everybody else is stupid. I'm dad. <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in a, d- a demented chicken. I play Leo in Hill Creek. <laughs> <laughs> no, Waffle, well, you have to use your real name because we already used your made-up name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Waffle, and I don't approve of this ruse. <laughs> <laughs> We already know, like, we went through this in the very first episode. Yeah, it's already canon. I know, it's, a, it's an Easter egg for, like, dedicated listeners. Okay. Right, De- this meaning, literally anybody, why wouldn't you start with the first episode? <laughs> well, no, when they get to here, then yeah. it'll be an Easter egg. Then they'll oh. be like, oh, I'm a dedicated fan. I remember Waffles' false name. <laughs> <laughs> His given name, not his taken name. Yeah. I, I identify as a breakfast food. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Who wants to remind me of what happened last time? We made a deal with the devil. <laughs> you made a deal with a devil. It was a pretty good deal. Like, I think we came out decently ahead. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, he got freedom. Yeah, no, obviously, way. like, yeah. it was a it was very Still mutually worked beneficial. out well for him. Yeah. For sure. But that's, you know, the best deals are deals that both parties go away from happy. Right. And as far as we know, we haven't been totally screwed over. So, yeah. you know, we got the information we asked for. That's sure, plenty of time. For we that. got a lot of information. Uh-huh. We also um, played with a magic fountain and looked at a bunch of scenes going on around the uh, continent. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Never figured out how that works. Couldn't couldn't nope. find a pause function or a rewind. So we are still um, in this tower. Yes. Yeah, the lights are out. Yeah. We and destroyed like the machine and... Point out for our, our vast listener base <laughs> that I'm not going to be able to... Like, I'm finally going to get all this stuff edited and it's going to get posted and we'll actually have a user base and they're going to be like, what are you talking about? This is a popular podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the, For our listeners, I have written up mechanics for the memno fluid that the party acquired from the fountain and they are they know how to use it so that we don't have to sit here and talk about mechanics and figure out how that works yeah uh, so the way it works is uh you touch the fluid you say booty booty get hootie and then it starts no, working no that no that's touch that's touch, touch the fluid that's... yes but you don't <laughs> no don't have to say that come on <laughs> it's dark all right. <laughs> what, what was it again? What was the secret word? <laughs> booty, booty, get hootie. All right. Booty, 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 get hootie. Is that the playback word too? Yeah, it's no. all about intent. Oh, okay. So it can read your mind. <sighs> you got to go. But, it, but it, it won't. It won't. You can't trigger it to read your mind until you say booty, booty, get hootie. Right. And then, but okay. it's, it's about like tonal. So like booty, booty, get hootie is how you make it record. And you go booty, booty, get hootie. And then it's, uh, that's playback. <laughs> Okay. I. This is exactly what I was hoping to avoid. 
My brain cells are dying. All right. What's, you uh, find yourself in yon dungeon. Guys, we gotta break these reactors. Very Obvious good. exits are up and down. Do we break both of them? Yes. Well, the one that was downstairs, all the way downstairs, we shut off. That's how we, we came. We shut off. We didn't destroy it beyond recognition. But we'd have to put the gems back if we wanted to turn on the tower. Well, no, the point is that we're trying to make sure that they don't reverse engineer them and create some kind of magic nuke from lost technology. Okay, so you uh, want right? to smash it to bits. That, that, Desmond, you're, that was your read on this, right? That was, that was my recommendation, yeah. Yeah, I, I still like that plan. Okay. Let's let's Go. destroy the works of man, or I guess dwarf. Yeah, definitely dwarf. Let's let's go down and uh, mess up this last reactor. Cool. Is there anything else we wanted to do with the uh, the fountain or the windows or anything? Where we go? Are we, are well, we good? We shut everything off. Yep. Um, Did I, mean, I guess you? I guess we could go back upstairs and check the windows, but like all the lights are out. Here's an idea. What happens if we smash a window? Oh. Well, they weren't physical. They were kind of like... Oh, oh, that's right. Right, right. right. You could go through them, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I pop back upstairs really quick. I assume they're turned off. The windows are still active. Oh. Okay. Hmm. And hmm. nothing is, like, anything else in the room that was different? Or, like, is a window showing, like, a warnings light or anything? Nope. Uh, just totally... And the lights are off up in this final room, correct? Correct. Or did it have lights? Yes. Yeah, okay. They had like magic wall sconces. Huh. Um I yeah, I That's guess confusing. I guess there's not a lot else to do in here. Like we have we have our stuff. This is not our objective, but we do have a lot of stuff now on we know where the library is, I believe. If we can figure out how to translate that into broken world map. Yeah. We also know where uh the elf is. We Angloria. do know where, um, yeah. Gloria Faywin. Yep. Uh, I believe she the... was down in the the elven glades, correct? Yeah. yeah. You don't have, and I may be accidentally retconning myself here. You don't, you don't know exactly where she is, but you have like a Skyrim quest marker in your brain. Right. right. Do all of us, she, or just she's to one the of south? Us. Just waffle. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Tara okay, Jones. <laughs> So, okay, so we know um, we know about the council, which is the people who made the anchor. We know the location of the library on an unshattered world. We know that the vault of the gods exists, and it is uh, you are able to enter it if the gods choose you during times of particular upheaval or importance. Uh, what else did we learn? Oh, had no, uh, he had no idea about the hatchling. Yeah, the hatchling <laughs> stuff. He was like, I don't know. You're probably gonna die. <laughs> you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he did. Did he tell us like something in relation? Oh no, that's right. He told us that like to find more information, we would need to go to the library or to the Vault of Gods. And then we're like, well, where are those? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we finished smashing up this machine. I guess I. I'm not very good at smashing, so I'm just kind of like. I'm using frostbite to like make stuff brittle, I guess. Um, okay. Yeah. And Waffle goes down to the generator room and just starts like just start icing um, it up. Yeah, spraying fire extinguisher fluid out of his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Freezes over. Falrock, do a flying kick. What? 
Come on, fire a nice combo attack. Could just punch it. That typically works well. Yeah, didn't we just like hit hit the middle of it a whole bunch of times to make Heal the other up one attack. blow up? The the upper floor one was a lot less complex than this one. Yeah. I'd like, like to see a megaton punch attack. I could throw my javelin at it. That would be an excellent use of your of the uh the magic ability. Just blow that right here. We'll just rest for a day. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the five hour work week. <laughs> it's just some kind of like investigation I I can make to like try and discern how best to take this thing apart and destroy it. I think just start punching. It's metal. You're a brindle metal. I Falrock, I have seen you punch people in full plate mail. It's true. He has seen <laughs> I have watched you do it. Alright, alright, fine. I I don't like the answer just being punch it really hard. He's, that, that seems incredibly inelegant. He's upset because it involves using his powers for destruction rather than creation. Yes. Ooh. Well, let me rephrase that. Falrock, I've seen you destroy a man in full plate mail. Self-defense is a very different thing here. Yeah, you're, we're self-defending ourselves from this reactor ever getting out into the public and ruining I, I know. the balance just, of power. <clears throat> uh, I'll step in Winding up a punch. You spend 15 minutes destroying the reactor. It's destroyed. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> On the road. As you exit the tower, you see a dwarven woman uh, dressed all in black approaching. Uh, and could everybody please make a perception check? Sure. I am suspicious. You're always suspicious. Yeah. 18. Eight. I had six to perception. Holy shit. Okay. Um, 18. You're very, you're very wise. I'm just old. I'm Same still, way. like, I'm completely distracted. I'm still telling Falrock all the times he's punched metal. Like, I've kept an itemized list. He pulls out a scroll and does the thing where he, like, flicks it and it rolls out onto the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Chad and uh, Leyland, what did you get? It's at 11. 13. Okay, uh, so this woman approaches you, and she says, I suppose uh, you are the folks that they sent in to uh, fix the problem they were having? I give her a winning smile. That's us. She gives you an even more powerful winning smile. Oh my god. Oh dear. <laughs> we're doomed. We're screwed. <laughs> I can, I, can I make a saving throw against instantly falling in love? I... Charisma. <laughs> Uh, that is a total of 16. I don't know if it's, like... <laughs> no, I think you're doomed. She rolled the natural 20, so... <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> I <laughs> just... I use Falrock's head as something to lean on casually. I'm like, hello, name's Tar. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, she blinks once at this. <laughs> so Five. did you resolve the issue? Oh, yes, or... it's quite taken care of. Three. I remove my arm at point one. Okay, okay. <laughs> Very good. I am an inspector from the mountain home. I was dispatched to investigate this issue and make sure it was resolved appropriately. Uh, she looks you guys up and down and she's like, I believe that we can compensate you for your efforts here. Oh, such generosity. She produces a pouch, which she hands to Falrock. Thank you. 
Makes sense. <laughs> I, and the whole time I'm giving Tarjax the side, I'm just like, what the hell? Uh, it contains 1,250 gold pieces. <laughs> 800 gold, you say? <laughs> what do we need 600 gold for? I would like to point out that you do not have the bag of gold. Yeah, I don't. No, you don't. <laughs> Jeez. And she uh, regards you all once more uh, with her jet black eyes, and not like not like solid black. She's got okay black yeah. irises. I'm glad that you clarified that. <laughs> and oh, she turns into a demon and consumes. It. <laughs> uh, the mountain home thanks you for your service. Hopefully, uh, you don't run into any additional difficulties on your way to your destination. Certainly hope not. Uh, about how far is the mountain home from here? You guys are still like two and a half weeks. Mm. We still have to get through the desert, don't we? The desert is above well, you. Under well, it, yes, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah. She came from the mountain home and this just happened a couple days ago so they hadn't even sent word back to uh, Agaton. She has turned and is retreating back in the direction from whence she came. I bite one of the gold coins. It's um, a mimic. <laughs> the gold coin bites you back. Ow. No, they are indeed gold coins. Okay. Uh, we should probably tell the dwarves to just like wall that place off and never enter it. I'm thinking, and I'm going to do something radical here. I'm going to consult Falrock before I begin a large, intricate lie. <laughs> That's just, like, if we tell them not to go I'm, in there, that's just going to make them want to go in even. Well, right, but if I say something like, hey, there's plague in there. Like, oh, look at all those displacer beasts. Oh, it'd be... T- <laughs> <laughs> not, even, not even, like, like a fun thing that would lure adventurers. Just like, oh, yeah, the whole place is just overrun with disease. I'm going to let you guys handle this. I'm going after the, the dwarven lady that just paid us. Okay. Yeah, yeah she's something good. seems... Something, yeah... I, I would like to find um, I would like to find a like one of the worker dwarves that are presumably still eating their lunch. And I'm gonna like, follow oh. Fall Rock. And um, for a 26 on deception, I'm gonna weave him a little tale about you know that the pestilence that we saw within there, the the rotted, fetid things, the fungal horrors beyond description. You need to wall that place off and never open it. He backs away from you, and he says to his compatriots, there's a bunch of plague bearers here. What? No, we, we have a cleric. Are you, do you not see our cleric? We have a cleric. You cleric. turn, and Desmond is doing that thing where he's, like, picking his nose in the background. Yep. <laughs> I turn, and I go, Desmond, do a cleric thing. <laughs> see? <laughs> Look, Just we're all you're choking down the the mushroom. I was eating. yeah. He, <laughs> he's picking his nose and has like half a mushroom sticking out of his mouth simultaneously. Yep. Yes, we're fine because we are protected by the divine powers of our good friend over there. Obviously, regular people or dwarves or anyone should not go in there because they will become plague bearers. You are absolutely correct. I applaud your forward thinking. Oh, what's your name? Genton. Jenton, good name, strong name. I. It seems like you really have a handle on this whole thing. So you're gonna get the wall all patched up and make sure that like no one goes in there because I would 
really hate for anyone to fall afoul of whatever disease lingers in that place after so many years. Yeah, sure. Well, great, we'll do fantastic. That. I can't thank you enough. You have a fantastic day. I like how good name, strong name is your immediate response whenever you ask for the name of somebody <laughs> that Joe has not planned to give us a name for. <laughs> He approves. It's it means <laughs> they're good names. I've already <laughs> forgotten it. Good. I can recycle it for the next door if I don't have names. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You've managed to bamboozle the uh, the work party. Yeah. I like. I just. I need them to not think it's a cool place full of treasure. And it's like, oh, it's guarded by traps. Oh, oh, what's in there? No, it's just like no. It's just gross and plaguey. And then I'm done. You have accomplished this. Cool, cool. So is, is Fall Rock dead or what? So, question. Should we, like, try to not, try to, you know, sneakily follow this dwarf? Or are we just going to barge right back to be up to her and be like, who are you really? She's gone. You don't see her anymore. I thought Fall Rock was following her. Yep. And oh. we lost her. Uh, how long ago was that? I totally missed you saying it. When Waffle said it before, when Tarjuk's first started wanting to get into his whole, okay, you know, why make a perception check? Okay, (laughs) Uh, that's a twelve. Yeah, she's gone. You have no idea where she went. She like turned. I rolled a twenty. You weren't following her. Yeah, you were with me. I was following behind. I was following. Yeah. Okay. So she turns a corner. Then Falrock turns the corner like ten seconds later, and she like there's no trace of her. Wow! And turn invisible. Mm. Yeah. Now she could have gone back into the the way station house. Can I do an investigation check? Or, or the war track? party tents. Track her. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. It'll be okay. difficult because you're on stone. It'd be survival, right? Oh yeah. shoot! Yeah, we are in a cave. Yeah. That is 17. That is insufficient. No. Dang. And it would be hard to do. Oh, bamboozled, bamboozled again. Yeah. Is odd for a, for a dwarf? Fall rock? Not particularly, but... What about the eyes? From the mountain home to investigate. I don't think she came from the mountain home. Oh, Maybe yeah. she teleported. It, if there's teleportation set up, then why are we walking? Well, because we're poor. I don't think what they paid us is worth a teleportation spell. Uh, no. Yeah. Like, teleportation is expensive stuff, which it is. I, this didn't seem like a big enough problem to warrant that, so I, I yeah. retract my theory. <laughs> are, are deep dwarves thing? Uh, yeah. also, what I'm thinking is perhaps this dwarf some way in some way knew what was behind what you know what what we stumbled upon and perhaps even the yeah. demon perhaps was connected to that because mm. it was a dwarven tower so they would probably have records of its existence right unless they don't because it was or actually was it a dwarven tower I can't well, yeah, everything was... everything in there pointed to it being owned by a dwarf Dwarf right. recording the, on the memno fluid. Oh yeah, the recording. I was gonna say, is that a dwarf or not? But yeah. Huh. Wait. I know the memno fluid was kind of just like a, a hologram, but did this person look like the one that was recorded? No. Okay. 
That was gonna. That would have been a mind. She lived and never returned for whatever reason. And she just really didn't like that devil. I guess. Well, I guess we're just gonna. Yeah. Continue our journey yeah. and maybe be a bit more uh, perceptive of. Get more names sooner. <laughs> I think that's the. If we've learned a lesson in the I last mean, two sessions, it's that. If you learned a lesson from the very first session, where you didn't ask for names. Oh, we're so good at this game. (laughs) I am always trying to accrue new names that I can assume. That's fantastic. I just don't want to accrue those kind of names from people who will murder us. Yeah. Like, I I, I maintain that not talking to Angloria Feywind was the correct choice because she just straight up killed a dude for, like, very little reason. Yeah, and we well, were she well, I think it was also clear she wasn't. She didn't really plan to kill us too, or she would have. I mean, a storm mage. You never plan those things. It just kind of happens. Trust me. <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> okay. One um, moment you're there, the next moment everything's all windy, and there's a guy smoldering, and everyone's like, "Whoa, why'd you zap that guy?" And I'm like, "Woe unto those who would cage the wind." I don't know. It just sounded cool. So. <laughs> a hole is now sealed. Yes. We've been paid, yeah. which I distribute evenly, 250 to everybody. Ooh. None, none of this. Oh, great. 800 gold. <laughs> none of that. Uh, right. And so on we go. Sweet. I give Desmond 50 gold. I will <laughs> Haven't you already paid him back? Look, like, I take life debts very seriously. <laughs> Waffle, or, I'm sorry, Paradox here has invented the concept of health insurance. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you have to understand that when shit gets real and two people have fallen on the ground and Desmond has to choose, and one of them is me? He's going he's gonna to pick the one who's already paid his deductible. Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's the kind of cleric I am. <laughs> I, I have met Desmonds before in my line of work. They come in many forms, but they have the same basic operating procedure. So I guess we're walking again. I'm not sure anyone has the same operating procedure as Desmond here, but that's just me. I don't know. We've never really met another cleric, so. Or have you? Dun, 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 dun. Dun. <laughs> I mean, I'm basically, you know, a cleric for... no. No, no, you're not. Elemental entity. <laughs> I just haven't formalized the religion yet. Yeah, still no. I mean, I mean that part's easy. Like, I just have to write a book, yeah? I'm... <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> I just have to write a book, yeah? And that's easy. Chet, Chet is probably a little bit closer, but only by virtue of having access to healing spells. I mean, the divine inspiration part's, like, the difficult bit. Is the, um... Does the road get, like, better as we go towards the mountain home? Like, as we're walking here and having this theological debate? Like, it does it does it grow nicer, or is it just kind of uniformly arched and paved? It remains pretty uniform. The amount of traffic on it increases as, like, other tributary sections of the underway join up. Oh, okay. Because you're, so you're on the main highway to the mountain home. Hmm. Or low way, I guess. Interesting. But yeah, you see a number of fascinating and interesting sights as you go pass through uh, a section of the of the underway that goes through what is either an under an underground lake or like an underground sea, 
like you enter, you pass into a cavern and see that the underway is in like encased in glass, and outside oh, of the glass is a vast and murky body of water. That's shadows terrifying. looming in the distance. Mm. It is terrifying. I I hold Desmond's hand because I think that's going to help somehow. It, it's not helping because <laughs> his hand your, your hand slips off mine. <laughs> <laughs> You keep trying to get a grip on Desmond, and it's just like, it's too moist. Yeah. I try and wipe it off on something, but then that thing gets moist without the moisture of my hand decreasing. Yeah. Frankly, it's a wonder it's that the, all of you... It's the plague. <laughs> it's the plague. Uh, Desmond, as you are walking through this particular section of the underway, you notice the your reflection in... The uh, the glass kind of off the water, and you notice Terajux's reflection, which is, you know, he's like adjacent to you, attempting to find <laughs> comfort. Uh, you notice that doesn't it doesn't match up with Terajux per se. You see him sort of bound with manacles on his Whoa. one on each arm, one on each leg, but one of the leg ones is broken, and he's also not touching the floor. He's like straining against these manacles. Okay. And you also notice that his reflection isn't on the glass, but it's on the water behind the glass. Interesting. Um, I I stop and I motion. I for bump Terajux. into him immediately. Yeah, like <laughs> Terajux, were you ever shackled, or are you just like a BDSM fetishist? <laughs> <laughs> What's your thing? Yeah. Um, do you have a prison kink or is it, uh, what's not not kink shame for everybody else? This, this question comes out of nowhere as you're walking one day. All right. So first of all, Desmond, what is the opposite of a prison kink? Cause I have that (laughs) like my, my ideal state and like Tarjux is way too open about this. Just like immediately stops, has an explanation ready. Uh, my immediate state, like the the height that I could think would probably be like falling in open air surrounded by nothing about to be destroyed by a skyfish. Huh. So you've never, you've never had your hands manacled? Never oh, f- lots of times. I mean, a lot of people doing the manacling didn't like, come to appreciate that decision yeah but like the normal prisons that i've been to you don't have your legs and your hands manacled oh yeah no i was like you know little oh we got your wrist behind your back i'm like oh well lightning i gotcha what so like, what makes what makes you ask desmond i'm just curious uh you you know hey yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just you have this really cool reflection in the water behind me, and I turn and look. So I figured it was either like a parallel universe, or you know, just telling me exactly what you like to do that you just haven't mentioned it yet. Do I see anything in the water? Probably not. Nope. Clear. Not wait. I, I like I squint and I get like real close to the glass. You see something vast moving in the distance, but it's not at all related to your reflection. I run back and I hold Desmond's hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this, this could be like, if it hasn't happened in the past, it could be what's going to happen in the future. I don't know. 
So like why, don't, why don't you let Falrock do the talking for a little bit? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, sure. I'm fine with me. Fine. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm already putting on a disguise. Exactly. <laughs> See, I've never really done this whole, uh, you know, like premonition with the God thing, but you got to remember my God like likes water. Saw it the water. So I'm not going to like just ignore that shit. So we'll just, we'll take a few steps to, to do, uh, you know, try to counteract that. I give now, a silent thumbs up. <laughs> now, is there anybody else's reflection in the water or is it just uh, none of them are like close enough to you to really show up on the glass? Cause remember right. this is pretty, a pretty broad way. Gotcha. gotcha. Hey, do you guys want me to read your futures? Come over here. And stay away <laughs> <your glasses. laughs> <laughs> Want me to read your fetishes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you set up a little booth uh, yep. <laughs> next to the glass. Since we just got paid one gold coin. No. Don't you want to know? I'm okay. Sure, I walk by. Okay. <laughs> or I walk up. Leyland doesn't have a reflection in the water. You're Not a surprised. vampire. <laughs> Leyland, you can see your reflection just fine. You, you're a vampire. Okay. Next. Just give a thumbs up. No. Chad, I, I try wanna... to usher Chad in. I'm like, I, I want to see Chad. I zip yeah. over. I'm super curious about this. <laughs> uh, Chad's reflection is kind of confused. You see a lot of different outlines all kind of superimposed over one another. Is mm. one of them a bear? <laughs> yes, but... <gasps> Chad can't see his that he just sees his own reflection. <laughs> I know. Hmm. I like knock on the glass. You, no. Oh. <laughs> okay. So you can't make your mind up, and the water can't either. So figure it out, and then maybe I can too. All right. If everybody else, <laughs> if everybody else is doing it, peer pressure. <laughs> Falrock's reflection is very bright. He appears to be. Like a being made of luminescence. It's a little hard to look at. Ow. You, you look like the sun reflecting off of water, and it hurts my eye. Yes. Hmm. All right, then. So that that was super helpful, God. Thank you. <laughs> Throw my hands up and, like, spin around. Hey, Joe. Yeah? As we're walking through this tunnel, I have set my radar to shark. <laughs> oh, you get you get an uncomfortable number of pings. Ooh, okay, we gotta, we gotta find out where the sea is when we're topside. Land shark, no deep shark, like demon oh, shark. Oh, underneath of us. <laughs> yeah, where is the nearest one? Is it above us? Below us? Uh, it's above you. Okay. After the first ping, I I'll set it to just one other thing, just because. Um, <laughs> like okay, I get it. There's a lot of sharks. <laughs> I'm like, all right, yeah, lots of lots of sharks here. What about a crab? So, actually, that's what I was gonna do. A uh, giant crab, same wavelength. You get another ping. Okay. This one kind of off to the side. Okay. Oh, so maybe that means that we're near the bottom of this sea then. Oh yeah, was that not clear? Like the underway runs along the like the I'd bottom. Say, we're we're pretty we're I know pretty we were low. Really the water, but I didn't know if we. Were <laughs> I, I didn't know if it was like a raised tube the, or what. Yeah, like we're passing through a a crevasse, so it's just like a short bridge. Dwarves are no, it's it, you're on you're on the bottom of this underground sea. 
All right, cool. And uh, you stay in this glass tube at the bottom of the ocean for about a day. This does not sit well with me. <laughs> you do, an, you see a giant crab, Ched. Oh, oh, oh! Which I would like to point out is still like a small creature. Oh, wait, is it? I thought yeah. it was medium. I don't think there are stats for a giant crab in the monster manual. Yeah, but they now we can do in, like crab hijinks. They're in yeah. the. Um, the Google Doc you sent me. Oh, that was a long time ago. It's Use like, whatever stats those are. Uh, I mean, they don't have a whole lot of stats. They just have health totals and like move speeds. Generally, that's all you need. Okay. The rest we can make up as we go along. Yay. 15 AC. These guys are tanks. Never mind. Not really, but you know, 15 is high for uh, Yeah, they'll break your legs. Yeah, for critter. After you pass through the ocean beneath, you come to a city. This is the dwarven city of Tormalus. Ooh. Mm. And it's like middling, it's slightly larger than Agaton. Nothing too special. Standard dwarven city, if there's anything you'd like to purchase or get up to while you're here. I'm like, I'm bugging Desmond now because I've been thinking about this prophecy. I, I, it's a prophecy now. Um, I've been thinking about the prophecy of my imprisonment for like a whole day while being surrounded by crushing water pressure so like whenever we're close to like if there's a well or even someone with like a bowl of water i'm always kind of like next to desmond nudging him like hey hey do you see it in there do you see it anything new is it nope. different nope nothing <laughs> he's not even looking at the water no, he's not at all so are we still in the waterway in this? No, no. The city, like, you come out the other side, and, like, half a day later, you reach the city limits. Okay, gotcha. Well, um, I suppose we could get good food here, and an actual bed to sleep in would be nice. Yeah. I actually might look at, what kind of, like, armor do they have? Like, just a standard selection of, like, stuff? Yeah, not- general, like, player's handbook equipment. I think I have, like, a chain shirt. So we could pick up some red soda here. Sure. How much? It's how much? mushroom flavored. Ooh. Is it one? Do we want to stay in the base? Health potions are two d four plus two. Oh. Yeah, we could get a room here. I mean, we don't. We don't have to. I I think we could all do with a bath. Uh, yeah. I've been I've been using my power over the wind to waft everyone's sense away from me for the past three days. <laughs> Probably be good to have like a warm meal because what have we eat? rations? Yeah, I have shocking grasp. Everything I eat is warm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Induction heating. Uh, but yeah, some real food, a bath, bed. Being <laughs> traveling on foot really sucks. <laughs> It's, it's better than not traveling. Agreed. The whole way. Agreed completely, but glider. Okay. Now there's a way to travel. You get rations, any shopping for like standard stuff. You get a nice room for the night, hot meal, hot no, bath. No. Uh, <clears throat> if you have no other business, we can proceed on. Yeah. Yeah. Health pots are 50, right? Oh, hey, um, yes. something we could do. While we're here, is we could ask about um, the representative from the mountain homes and see if yeah, ask here. about inspectors or whatever from the mountain home. Typically, just popping up when things go awry. That that didn't happen, huh? Who would you like to ask? 
Yeah, that's what uh, I, was, I guess. Like, in, I'll just the innkeep. Uh, I would think, right? I'm gonna do my rumor mongering thing where I just like strike up conversation and I just sort of like wow. lightning round. I'm friendly, I'm personable, but I'm also slipping in stuff. I'm like, boy, you know, those inspectors, they're just like, they're light on their feet. They move really fast. I heard there's a problem out in uh, like Agaton. They were like there in a few days and then back in a couple days. It's crazy. Well, I imagine they probably got the message and went out to inspect rather than traveling all the way from the mountain home. Sure, sure, that makes sense. Still, it's just, you know, the... The civic pride and the duty in maintaining the the underway here is, you know, it's inspiring. And he puffs up his chest a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very refreshing. Like I I've never been down here before. First time on the underway. It's you know, it's not what I expected. <laughs> a lot of people, they're like, oh yeah, underway. And you think like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a little narrow hole in the ground. You're gonna be crawling around on your hands and knees. But no, it's it's beautiful. It's a spacious highway. I kind of wish we had these above ground, if I'm being honest. The roads honestly suck. That's dwarven craftsmanship for you. Yeah. How, how do you fit the stones together like that? Trade secret. And he ah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he, he says, as an innkeep who has never laid a stone in his <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, I thank him anyways. And so I get the impression then that like Maybe this inspector wasn't from the mountain home, but they are like commissioned by the mountain home or that's a reasonable assumption. Yeah. 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 So they're, they're typically like posted in each town. And then if something goes wrong, they get a message like, Hey, go out and deal with this. Mm hmm. No, but it's still weird that they're like shifty and vanish. Because why would they need to? Do I, that? Yeah, like, I don't. I don't trust it. Still. I still think something's fishy. All right. So well, I did just spend two days in a glass tube. So. Yeah, that's very true. I'm. I'm going shopping. I'm going to okay. get a chain shirt and a shield. Sounds good. So that's <laughs> sixty GP. Splendid. I have a set of paints. Can I paint a crest on your shield? What? What would you? What are you going to paint on it, though? Well, what do you want on it? I'm not just going to paint my thing on it. I'm good. Like, what's your crest? What do you just want on your shield? The, the seal of Aquila. The, the Aquila thing would be great. Actually. Yeah. Really? yeah. Are you, it seems like you've got this kind of weird, like obligation thing. Are like, are you sure you want that on your shield? She did something nice for me. Now I'm going to do something nice for her. It, ah, I gotcha. It's, it's uh, the relationship. It's how it works. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm gonna, um, I will, paint a crest of Aquila on Desmond's shield if we have time. I now have an armor quest of 16. Oh, snap. Very nice. Okay. Uh, the next marvel that you encounter on your way to the mountain home is a kind of enter into a larger cavern that isn't... Like, there are still lamps posted, but they're not suspended from the ceiling. They're kind of like on pillars. Mm. And all around you are crumbling towers and walls from some ancient and long forgotten city that has since come to ruin. Very interesting. Mm, wow. yeah. I turn to Falrock and I go, do you know this place? Never this been like, a, like an important. Okay. There um, are little plaques the side of the road that are like museum things. Oh, well, of course I, I'll read them. Yeah. Yeah. And this is just, it's an old dwarven city that got super messed up during the hatching and it got 
abandoned and then the dwarves kind of pillaged all the resources out of it and now it's kind of just like a tourist attraction. Hmm. Fair enough. A couple days later, come to another sealed off section. Like you enter into a glass tube and outside you can see a cavern that is just overrun with fungus. Mm. Fungus, you say? Yes. Do any of them move like the myconids we met before? You don't see anything move. Like there are a couple of odd tendrils that are kind of twitching occasionally, but there aren't any like mobile Mm, okay. Fungoids, and it, there are there are warning signs that are like, please do not, you know, put pressure on the glass, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. If you see a spore, say something. That's a very clearly dangerous. Yeah, this is this is sealed off for a reason. But they sealed it off instead of destroying it. Interesting. Well, now I really want some. No. <laughs> if this if this has been sealed off because it's hazardous or poisonous in some way to dwarves, it is doubly so to you. Yeah, that's my point. So no, do not get any. All right. This is how fine. the world ends. <laughs> but someday we're going to need to cause havoc and we have one fewer jars of death fungus. That's on you. Okay. I'd like to point out that you can cause enough havoc on your own. Wouldn't need a jar of death fungus. I, but I don't. I need to get so much more havoc, and I, no, I really look don't. up and put my. I try to do the anime thing where I put my hand in the sun, but there's there's no sun, so I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> you orient yourself to the nearest lamp. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I I close my hand and I go. I have to get stronger. <laughs> uh, shortly. Shortly thereafter, you arrive at the city of, uh, what did I name this one? Um, Amithia. Same deal. Rations. Not real. Mm-hmm. Carry back onto the underway. So, we'll do this foot traffic thing again. There are mine carts eventually, right? Like, we are getting closer to the mountain home, so it's more likely that we'll run into a rail system. Yeah, so after you get through Amithia, you do come across mine carts and mine, uh, like, tracks. But there are, you see two types of carts on these rails. The first type of cart is emblazoned with uh, the symbol of the adamantine crown, and is they're generally packed full of dwarves wearing heavy armor and carrying weapons. Mm-hmm. The other type are fancy, like, coach minecarts that are full of wealthy dwarves who can't be bothered to walk. Right. But there's none, like, waiting at this station for passengers. No. Um, and it, you get the impression that generally the public doesn't use the minecarts unless they are very wealthy or have royal dispensation. We're pretty wealthy. Not that wealthy. <laughs> Not anymore. Not royally wealthy. All right. Well, um, guess we just keep walking. So about a week later, you don't come across anything particularly interesting in the intervening space. You arrive at the final city before the mountain home, Hematile. Same same sort of business. I haven't seen the sun in so long that I'm starting to gibber. That seems reasonable. Um, the next thing you come across is a, a gem garden. And you have in here stalactite and stalactites that are growing and being tended by dwarves wearing like brass colored robes. You see them out there like gently applying small amounts of 
mineral solution to these to these spires of stone, uh, chipping away at others, and you can see very vibrant and almost like vivacious looking gems kind of growing on these structures. Hmm. To recap, we didn't we don't know that dwarves can grow gems, right? Like this is no, this, this is, is relative. Well, Farrakh would know that gardens like these exist. I turn to Falrock and I go, that, this is cool. Why didn't we to bury the lead? Rock candy. <laughs> what do you mean bury? What? How would this have ever come up in normal conversation? Good God. I, I don't know. How did how did Terrajux's prison kink come up in normal conversation? <laughs> I don't come up a prison kink. <laughs> right. <laughs> I do I do kind of like like Side a little closer, be like, "All right, how's it work? Come on." I, I don't actually know. I've never been to one. I've only oh. heard of them. Go ask him. Is it sugar water? I, I mean, presumably no. <laughs> some kind of enchantments of some kind. I'm sure, but I trade him. A, I trade him a mushroom pickle. Will he tell me? Probably not. <laughs> trade him two mushroom pickles. Oh, Probably not. Whoa, take it easy Whoa. there. <laughs> Ugh. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm willing to go to three mushroom pickles, but that's I, I don't. I don't and think they'll trade you their trade secrets for. Hey, I, I mean, it's a trade secret. You trade something, and then they tell you the secret. I, I don't think that's the three pickles are. Of I don't, yeah, I don't think the mushroom pickles are. Uh, I demand telling you, here. Telling you, and this garden is being drink. watched pretty closely. I take it. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. while they're discussing the gems, I'm going to walk up to one of the. Uh, Guys tending the gems. Yep. Ask, uh, do you guys know if there are any giant lizards around here? <laughs> <laughs> no, we haven't had the the mountain home guard keeps wild Not animals. Since we killed them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a wild animal attack here in decades. Oh, I was thinking something more. Uh, I don't know, domestic. We use moles for all of our domestic. I, I'm more into imported oh, okay. lizards. Okay, moles. All right, and I turn around and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of those this guy like type things. Well, I guess there's uh, nothing to do but press on and hope we find a less guarded garden. Excuse me. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Um. So a couple days after leaving the gem garden. The underway opens up into a truly massive cavern. And I mean, the only reason you can see the ceiling and the walls is because there are lamps on them. And even then, they look like not as small as stars, but they're approaching. The Minecraft draw distance is reaching its limit. Yeah. (laughs) There are enormous pillars running the length of this cavern. Like, think from that scene in Lord of the Rings where they're in the big hall and then all the goblins come down the pillars. It's kind of like that. It's truly enormous. You can see in the distance the gates of the mountain. Wow. Balrock is similarly wowed. (laughs) Why isn't the whole thing like this? Uh, Lack of mountains? It's just basically the the new kid. (laughs) (laughs) Except I'm not getting paid. Just, so you just, see, just here to find some as you do. Uh, so the gates of the mountain home are—they're easily a hundred feet tall, carven with uh, dwarves bearing shields facing out. And every couple minutes, the whole apparatus will swing open and then swing shut again. And as I, you get closer, that seems yeah. excessive. 
Has anything that you have seen on this journey so far struck you as restrained or subdued? I I watch it open and close like three times, and the third time is like, all right. I turn to Flora and I go, this is excessive. Yeah, what's up with with giant statues of dwarves all the time? Like, and they're all bearing shields. They're all bearing shields, they're all bearing hammers. It's like, I don't know. I mean, don't you think they could just leave the doors open? (laughs) That's it's probably if you leave the gates to your fortress open. I mean, if there's yeah, yeah. I want you to think about this in a dwarf fortress context. <laughs> okay, in a dwarf fortress context, you don't just have one door; you have three successive lava moats that can be you, flooded you at any time. You haven't been inside the main gates yet. That's true. I would leave them open. <laughs> Anything that comes in, that's free goblinite. It's just like you got to wonder how many dwarves they have opening and closing those all day, every day, for a single pack of travelers. Like, they're going to have to open the door for us. What if it's automated? Yeah, there's, there's uh, probably boy, boy, won't you heavily attempted. Boy, won't I? <laughs> well, you'll just go, wow! How does yeah. that work? No, I will. Well, just you I would like to point out that each time it opens, it doesn't, it doesn't take, like, a long time. It's as easy and short as opening a regular sized door. Oh, like it glides. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's dangerous. I love it. I <laughs> you're really going to two extremes with this. Yeah, you're all over the place here. I haven't seen the sun in two weeks. <laughs> Three weeks. Three weeks. What is time? And I'm basically just my head's on a pivot looking around for fucking lizards. I'm scratching You're not at my neck find with my talons. Here. No! Why? Don't they have a zoo or something? Fuck. They probably like do kind of, have a zoo, but it's not sitting guard. out in the middle of the, like, entry cavern. I, five miles? It's not five miles from me right now. Okay, Fuck. you can sense a lizard. <laughs> a giant lizard? Directly ahead of you in the depths of the mountain home. Do we get to go to the zoo? Specifically, a giant lizard. Yes, it's very large. <laughs> There's gotta so, be like some squad of of of, of giant lizard riding dwarves that uh, I'm gonna we're gonna run into. We've been over this. They have wormholes. So far, yeah, do we need like wormholes? Can't to climb signal walls. to the door with flags, or how do we do this? no the only way i know how to signal to like distant control towers is with like aviation flags that's the only means what about nautical flags no that (laughs) don't be ridiculous stupid (laughs) okay like series of nautical flags (laughs) i'm i'm gonna canonize this now there are two entirely different semaphore dialects used by the air force and the navy respectively and they hate each other oh (laughs) those navy semaphore bastards they stole all our cool phrases you could just use them if you just you know would use our language instead no Okay. I mean, this as we're like getting in line to get to these doors. Yeah. Uh So you join the queue outside the uh, the gates, and it's moving pretty fast. Like think of crowded but efficient TSA checkpoint at an airport. Mm -hmm. You guys get to the the front of the line, and there are two guards, one of whom is carrying probably too large of a hammer, like. Come on, really? Uh, so, oh, so and the other like, one, the other one has a wand. So, so the so guy with I the hammer is basically, uh, what is it? Heroes of 
Oh, shoot. There's that one game that R.A. Salvatore helped build the world for, where you just Kingdoms threw of a Amalur. giant oh, Kingdoms hammer. of Amalur? Kingdoms yeah. of Amalur, yeah. The hammer's just way too big. But yeah. God, it felt awesome. <laughs> I just so, picture, like, a lance with a, a hammer on the end. Oh, yeah. Kind yeah. of. <laughs> and the one with the wand uh, holds out his hand and says, uh, papers? Yep. It's only at this moment that I turn to Farrakh and I go, Oh, hey, is there any stuff that's illegal that we can't bring in here? <laughs> I ignore Terrachucks and bring out the uh, papers and letter of introduction from the Agate Duchess. The wand dwarf takes it, uh, um, breaks open the seal on the letter, mm-hmm. reads it, fl- shuffles through the papers. He runs his wand down the length of the paper and then points it at a stone tablet next to him, and it immediately is etched with the text of the letter. Mm. And then he pulls out a, a sending stone from his pocket and mm. mutters into it. Another dwarf comes by and takes this tablet and runs runs it into the guard post. And the uh, the dwarf then like looks at all the papers and he inspects each of you individually, like they do with like your driver's license at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> And then he says, looks good. Welcome to the mountain home. And he pulls a lever and the doors swing open, fluid and seamless. Do we get the papers back? Uh, he hands you all of the various papers okay. back. Yes. Right. <laughs> not, not leaving our ID. No, thank he, you. He points his wand at it again and you see the little like TSA stamp appear in the corner. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the DSA, Dwarven Safety Association. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is this a typical thing they've always done or something new because of any any issues? I presume this is normal. I, I've never been here before. Farak has, yeah, he's never been to the mountain home. Except I, I'll remind I, you there's that a chance that maybe like your grandpa took you here once when you were a child. Maybe, but I, 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 um, I do the thing where like, there's someone else in line, presumably like in front or behind of us. Like we're we're all putting our shoes back on and everything. And I just kind of like aside and I'm like, man, lines get longer every year, right? And he huh, huh, looks. Huh. The, the gnome behind you looks up at you and says, "I've never been here before." <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it's great! You're gonna love it here. <laughs> yeah. Move along, please. Yeah. And then Desmond comes up behind you and goes, "Remember, I'm not responsible for what happens to you afterwards. I've already warned you, and you've paid you paid me. So whatever <laughs> happens, happens." Um, that part where you're supposed to stop talking, Tarjux, that might might be good to start now. Thank you for your confidence, Desmond. <laughs> yeah, just kind of stare at him blankly. <laughs> All right, let's go check out this mountain. Yep. And so you enter the mountain home. And this is the largest city you've ever seen, but you can't see all of it. Mm-hmm. It's larger than Jux. Yeah. It's La- so really. If you pull up that map of the continent and there's that whole chunk of mountains that's labeled the mountain home, the mountain home occupies that entire mountain range. I don't think anything could be bigger than Jux. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Completely unimpressed. So to to deal with the mental strain here, Terraj- like each new successive cavern you enter, Terrajux assumes is an entirely different city. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> city A, City B, <laughs> City One, <laughs> City Epsilon. The mountain home is sprawling and enormous and home to 
probably a hundred thousand dwarves, if not more. And that's just like the main population centers. There are it's kind of like the city of Chicago where you have the city and then you have suburbs that are part of the Chicagoland area from <laughs> like miles and miles in all directions. Right. And you are in the entryway. Immediately. Pass through the uh the mountain home gates. The uh the DSA agents told you like you're Welcome to go wherever you wish, other than the Adamantine District and the Royal District. The letter said that you were on kind of an information quest, and he gives you directions to the plated halls. Now I really want to go to the Adamantine District. Yeah, what, same. All right, but what is the Adamantine District? That That's going to... The Adamantine District is where all Adamantine, like, mining, smelting, forging... On the continent takes place. Not that I could afford it, but I, like that's where they like make that is that is armor. the center where all adamantine products, all adamantine goes, and all adamantine come from. Huh. Hey, so, Terra Jux, you want to steal some adamantine bars? Do not even talk like that. <laughs> Maybe that, you're the reason he's kind of blood manacles. Like, you ever think about that? And the thing is, like, I'm not into straight stealing. They gotta deserve it. So, like, if you found like a forge master who was like, ah, I abuse the poor, man, then yeah, sure. Then we're allowed, okay. Yeah. And I mean, Farak, you would know lawless idiot. that in the last fifty years, the the Adamantine king has decreed that unlawful possession or unauthorized possession of raw adamantine or unsmelt like not purchased adamantine with the seal of authenticity is a capital offense i wow. will lay that information <laughs> <sighs> right yeah okay that's cool hey fog is there an elevator to the surface or like a balcony or literally anything like you've got to have some sort of exterior access here right anything I, can i get a map at like a gift shop or is something there like a staircase like, up i don't care how many flights of stairs it is i'll walk them Ooh, if there's a gift shop can i get like a figurine of like the city or something i'll a take figurine one of a giant lizard of Ooh, can i can i get a little tiny hammer too like <laughs> break my walnuts there is an information kiosk okay kind of shortly shortly past the gates where you see mostly like obvious hill dwarves a handful of halflings are like milling around looking at maps is there like a purchasable map that i can take with us yes okay. you can purchase a map for one gold piece and it's that expensive because it folds out to be like five foot by five <laughs> yeah I, that that's worth the oh, money spent sure. map acquired um you'll notice that the adamantine district is not listed on mm. it's secret yeah. Oh. The most valuable resource on the known continent in the known world. So is okay. is there a, is there a dwarf uh, dwarfing this uh, kiosk? Yes. <laughs> I think Manning would be inaccurate. <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. I mean, is it? But but is he is he dwarfing the kiosk to, as well as dwarfing it? Like is no, he taller than it? Like it's it, it, it not ta- That would be an incredibly dumb design choice. Jesus. I mean, like, it could be like a desk that's, like, just below his, his uh... That'd be his a chair, terrible you know? desk design. He, It'd be like a kiosk. Be, He's he standing could be at an it, honorary so dwarf and not actually... Okay, so <laughs> it, is, it is dwarf. Yeah. Okay, where's the gift shop? There is no gift shop at this kiosk. I'm not asking him why there isn't a gift shop at this kiosk. I'm asking him where the nearest gift shop for the city is. There isn't one. Okay, <laughs> when, is the first, when is the first gift shop being built? <laughs> 
<laughs> Sir, we have no plans of constructing a gift shop for the city in the near future. Okay, I'd like to speak to the board and get Chad. a gift Chad. shop. Chad. 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 No. I, I grab him, and the way I distract him is to go, Chad, sunlight, breezes, fresh air, grass. Remember grass? I, I don't. What is <laughs> Chad, you and I were going to go find the sun. I'm like, I'm like clutching my head with my talons. It's like, what? It's green and it's soft and it's springy and we're going to go roll around in the grass and it's on. But I was going to go to the gift shop. We're going to go to the sun. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. I'm back to reality. Oops, oh, there goes gravity. gravity. I take 10 feet off into the oh, air. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. Someday I'll join you. Oh, baby. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, when you learn flight. Yeah. I look forward to it. Oh, it's going to be so great. Okay, but seriously, uh, uh, Senor Dwarf, where is the nearest like trinket shop? Do you have a trinket shop? The market district is, you know, a few caverns back. Your friend just bought a map. Uh, come on, guys. We're going. Chad, don't get lost. I'm already like, I'm over Falrock's shoulder trying to find roof access. I, I'm okay. working on it. You can your companions go off in three different directions. No, first, <laughs> what we have here is a prime merchandising opportunity for tourist dad Falrock. <laughs> <laughs> that is this, this His polo and his cargo shorts and, his <laughs> and he's got the map. This is no game for Chet. Chet points two talons at his soulless, unblinking eyes and points them back at the dwarf manning the kiosk and then walks away. Okay. Why don't they have a kiosk? Ah, I mean, a fuck, a gift shop. Beyond, beyond disappointed, this whole trip is ruined. Let's just, let's, let's, let's get to the sun. Terajux, there are two locations marked on the map that are of immediate interest to your desires to see the outdoors. Uh, the first of which is the like the surface gate to the mountain home. Okay. Which is more or less directly above you. And oh. then there are the exterior... They're, they're marked as solarium platforms on the map. And essentially they're like observation domes. Either one's good, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, presumably it would be easier to get into the solariums than like in and out the main gate. Most likely, yes. All right. Um... As I'm doing this, I stoop down a little bit to Fall Rock and I keep my voice on and I go, hey, we need to keep an eye on Ched. I think something has devoured him and replaced him. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, been, it's been three weeks and he doesn't even crave the sun anymore. He's forgotten all of the, I think tunnel madness may have taken him. We, we need to keep an eye on him at night. There's at no some, such thing as tunnel madness. He's... He has lost the will to seek the surface. He seeks trinkets instead. There is something wrong with Ched. Do you understand? <laughs> Terajax looks over at me and there's just like two black holes in my face where there's, my eyes should be. Just... <laughs> now, Falrock, I'll be the first to admit, I've definitely been hallucinating for a week and a half, but that doesn't change the fact. <laughs> I think there's something seriously wrong with Ched. I, I offered to take him to the surface and it didn't even register. I, he's been cored out and left hollow. Birds were not meant to live solarium. underground. And plot a route to the nearest mm. solarium. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You walk for about half an hour before you come to the solarium lifting devices. Ooh. And so you step on these 
circular stone platforms that are in kind of tubes and ring of runes light up around the edges and you just like shoot up up the tube on the stone platform. Um, it's almost like flying. It's almost like flying. And a moment later, uh, it comes to a stop and you are in a cavern that has an opening at the far end that indeed opens up into the sky. I run. Wait, it's open? open I air run completely? towards it. Yeah. I fly out. There are there are some like dwarves milling about up here, chatting with each other and just like enjoying the view. You had a dead sprint first, come <laughs> dashing past, and then you are overtaken by Ched, who is in the air and flying. Oh my gosh! <laughs> where's, the, where's, the, where's the tallest peak? Where's the nearest tallest peak? Uh, so you fly out the side of the mountain and are greeted by. In front of you, a vast desert laid out as far as the eye can see ahead. And as you wheel back around, you see that you're on kind of the edge of a mountain range of possibly tall mountains, many of which reach up into the clouds themselves. Taking a very deep couple of breaths, flap my wings a couple times, and just fall backwards. Splendid. And I'll, I'll slow myself down until, you know, I'm at like 30 feet, and then... And then laying next to Terjek. I am kneeling and weeping openly. (laughs) Uh, The sunlight is beautiful. And also, um, for about the last, like, week, I've been avoiding touching anyone because, like, the static shocks are getting much and much, like, worse and worse over time. Like, if I don't use the lightning, it gets all, like, built up and weird. And we haven't been, like, killing stuff. And I don't want to just start shooting off witch bolts inside a tunnel because people will look at me weird. Like, so they're instead, not doing that right now. Yeah, instead, while they're looking at me like I'm weird out here, I'm, like, flapping my arms and there's, like, little motes of lightning flying off them. And I'm rolling around, around and just exulting in the sunlight and the fresh breeze and the freedom. I think... I think I saw Sharima. <laughs> Jesus. You're, you're going to get us sued. <laughs> <laughs> and Terra Jax, I mean, you can also see the vast and unforgiving desert laid out ahead of you. I meant Sharima. Yeah. There we go. It's so mm-hmm. open and free and... Oh, 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 <laughs> so how, how much of a crowd... Like, what's the crowd doing? <laughs> Uh, how, how is damage control is necessary? A family of dwarves with like kids, and the dad is like ushering the children away like, from the like, going back into the cavern. Yeah, uh, a couple of like minor aristocrats are muttering about they'll let just about anybody into the mountain home these days. <laughs> um, there are a couple of gnomes that are sitting at a table near the edge, uh, smoking pipes that are just kind of like laughing at you. I laugh. I, I'm, I've already gone. Day. Like, I'm not there anymore. Okay. Desmond has, <laughs> Desmond is having solo adventures in the mountain home. This can only end well. Yep. I, I'm waiting like at, at the entrance so that I can see outside and keep an eye on the two of them, but I'm not going over to where they are. Splendid. How long do you guys keep this up? Oh, a while. Oh, I'm, I mean, I, I got my fill. The emperor, ah. the emperor has returned. Ah. <laughs> I mean, uh, right. Yeah, to Shermima, the ancient the meme lord. The, de- the desert. Yeah. yeah. The meme lord is back. Not an emperor. Um, no, um, uh, 
more more of a more of a prince, maybe more of a baron. Uh, oh, Shed's Lord. cup may runneth over with sunlight, but I oh, have a vast basin of cool breezes and sunlight and fresh scents to uh, refill. It has been completely depleted by my time underground, and I I show no signs of stopping sometimes i'm rolling around sometimes i'm just like running in circles to feel the breeze it's just it's frankly embarrassing to witness is there a bar nearby like i I get a drink while i'm waiting here i i would wager that the joy i am feeling right now is making everyone a little bit sadder by comparison they're like (laughs) i wish i could be that happy Sadder isn't the adjective I would use. Yeah. Uncomfortable is probably yeah. the one. <laughs> yeah. My joy in the sky is a beautiful thing. If they can't see that, that's on them. Anyway, yes, there is. There's like a small food service up here for people that want to dine in the open air, which is not very many because it's a city of dwarves. So you can get a drink. Desmond, what are you up to during this? I'm, like, I'm asking people where the Church of Aquila is. Uh, the the person like the first person you ask tells you that the the dwarves primarily worship Terran as you might expect. Sure, that's cool. Uh, man. Uh, you do you, I do me. But <laughs> gotta, gotta get that water stuff. There are like shrines to the other four gods available, kind of surrounding his temple. Okay, I go there. Yep. So there's the. A big cathedral devoted to Terran. It's frankly very impressive, like the height of dwarven architecture sort of thing. Yeah. And then there are four equally stylized and intricate shrines, but they're much smaller. And like there's not really an interior space. It's more of a like a plaza and you can like sit down and pray. Okay. So I'm gonna get <laughs> Desmond makes a mental note to get really drunk of him back and see what happens. <laughs> Splendid. Cause I got <laughs> what I want to do, what I'm actually going to do, are probably very different things. Laylin, <laughs> what are you up to during this whole? <clears throat> well, after I watched like for a couple minutes of Tarjux and uh, Ched's display, I don't know how else to put it. I hurriedly ba- went back down the cavern and tried to act like I did not come up with them. Okay. <laughs> And I would like to go to the marketplace and look for, like, a dwarven-made bow. Not a whole lot in the way of bows here. There are a lot, You find a lot of, like, very well-crafted crossbows. Okay. But you get the impression that archery is probably not the dwarves' strong suit. Yeah. You could have one custom-made if you wanted to, but there aren't, like, any shops that just carry them. Gotcha. You could look for uh, attachments for the, the good crossbow you already have. Yeah, get a scope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what attachments there'd be, but what? I mean, dwarven ingenuity. Or you could get really nice bolts for it. Mm, yeah, that too. Enchanted bolts. Well, wouldn't uh, your luck, but slightly harder bolts, <laughs> like bolts that have sat close to enchanted bolts for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Plus Magic one half bolts. The Lacroix of enchanted crossbow bolts. <laughs> <sighs> okay, enough time passes that Terajux either gets his fill or yeah. Falrock bodily drags him from the <laughs> like. Those are the two outcomes I foresee here. Yeah. It's probably like a 50-50 split between the two. 
It's just like nothing to <laughs> see here. Throwing my wings to like block people's view of everything. We, we need to go. I'm Come on. told, but it's it's like half hearted. I'm like, yeah, all right, all right. Let's let's figure out this hatchling stuff. Oh, that's all so right. much better. You still right. think it's been replaced by someone? I still I still think it's weird that you were more interested in a gift shop than that, Jed. What can I say? My judgment was clouded. I'm just glad to have you back. I, it's you know, it's good to be back. We embrace. <laughs> I have the most blank and uninterested. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just accidental again. renaissance to me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You take the elevator back down. Leyland is like loitering nearby after going to the marketplace. Hood uh, a little bummed. Desmond, do you like? Are you coming back, or are you yeah, at a I'm, bar getting drunk? I'm at a bar getting drunk. Okay, you guys have no idea where Desmond is. There's I turn so to Farrakh. I just turn to him and I go, Farrakh, you're supposed to keep an eye on Desmond. I'm sorry. I was a little <laughs> bit distracted with libations to the sky going on. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't getting, getting any trouble. You, you were causing a scene. That's not my responsibility. <laughs> it absolutely is. Especially after that premonition that you being in chains. I was trying it's to make not, sure you were okay. I wouldn't be surprised if we have like, like a tail sun. at this point. Like, oh, probably. Yeah. Honestly, that just seems like a really fast way to get in touch with someone important. I think, basically, since Chad was ritual casting the whole time, that's that's kind of why he uh, was... Uh, maybe, maybe, I, I like to say maybe he was a little overloaded with the whole ritual casting thing. He lost sight of his his surroundings and, and uh, was a little, little too... Uh, let's say he had tunnel vision for a while. <laughs> you do the, the ritual too many times, you just get sore, but in like weird <laughs> yeah. spots. Yeah. And point of fact, uh, Ched, you've noticed that you've uh, been casting this spell so often that it's been taking consistently less effort to cast every time you do until by the end of the third week, uh, it was pretty much just on. Huh. Is it still using... Oh, wait, no. It doesn't use spell slots, ritual casting. No. Uh-uh. no. Interesting. So you have, again, like a like a quest marker in your head <laughs> that points to whichever animal you're currently... <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's becoming a spell-like ability. Yes. Nice. Yeah. But still Welcome a spell. To, Welcome to uh, Hatchling Blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that feels kind of like a waste of that's where my Hatchling Blood is going. <laughs> oh, it's coming oh. I can tell where the nearest bear is. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, uh, Chet, the, cl- the, the, the group druid, do something. Throw up a, a wall of stone. Or Five miles away. A ball of fire. <laughs> There's a lizard under that rock. <laughs> I can smell it. The bear tells his children the stories of being watched a mile away. It's like, it's goes. kind of a two-way connection. They can, like, sense they're being watched. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, I guess we get, trying to follow Desmond's thought process when he said nothing about super difficult. Yeah, I'm trying I, to think up a way to look for the nearest bar near the shrine, but I, I wouldn't even know he went to the shrine. I think that's a, a question for next time. Actually, yeah, so think of yeah. What do. This is not a bad place to stop. <laughs> we lost Desmond. <laughs> No, you didn't. He'll, he'll, You'll he'll find me. I, 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 I could probably track 
just like the drippings he has <laughs> as he. True. <laughs> yeah, Desmond is easier to follow than most people. Yeah, that's true. There's like a, a lost one of the kids. <laughs> that's a, first, Dad Falrock comes with like leashes that attach to the <laughs> other Alchemist Club figurine. Uh, and that's Falrock's kink. <laughs> yep. If he still has, yep. if he still has uh, those pickled mushrooms on him, I might be able to find him with that with the radar. <laughs> it's, it's locate animal or plant fungus. Yeah. That, yeah. Does it count? Would you count that, Joe? No, that's sure. the third. That's the third branch. <laughs> <laughs> but in D and D, for D and D purposes, yeah. fungi are considered plants. Which okay. one day I'm going to petition Wizards of the Coast. It's Locate just too... animals, plants, or fungi. All right. Well, I want to be able to find uh, like the other one too, the fourth one. The fourth one, what? The the fourth type that I can't remember. Protozoa. Oh. oh yeah. Uh, you have <laughs> detect bacteria, new bacteria, <laughs> archaebacteria, and eukaryota. Yeah. And then the eukaryotes are divided into uh, plants, animals, uh, fungi, protists. And one other one. You turn on the ritual and just everything lights up. <laughs> well, it only shows the nearest. Lichen. So it would just show the bacteria on your eyeball. I guess. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the center of the spell is on my body. Okay. Well, this has been another exciting <laughs> episode of the Alchemist Club. Mm. Yep. I'm <laughs> Joe, your dungeon master. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. We can be found on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. If you wish to reach us on Twitter, you can do so at alchemists underscore club. Joining me were... Uh, Daniel, and I play Chet Fleet. Hey, ho, playing Desmond. I'm Zach and vacation fall rock lost a kid. <laughs> I'm Matt and I play Leo Lynn. I'm Waffle and I found the sun at last. Thanks for joining us. Oh. Oh, God. Oh. Tunnel madness. <laughs> <laughs>